Hello, welcome to Owning the Future of Healthcare, a Health Catalyst podcast. I am your host, Hillary Kennedy, and today's podcast, it is timely. It's how to leverage data and analytics for rapid response to emerging threats. For example, COVID-19. And joining me is Christopher J. Hutchins, Vice President, Chief Data and Analytics Officer at Northwell Health System. And Christopher is a senior healthcare analytics leader with a strong technology background. He has extensive experience delivering solutions focused on patient experience, outcomes, cost, population health, quality, regulatory, and risk-based arrangements. So this packed resume of his means a wealth of information for us on the topic today. So welcome to the show, Christopher. Well, thank you, Hillary. I, I hope I can live up to that intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you here and talk about this because like I said, I mean, it is very timely, but I want to start off um, having you tell me a bit about your organization and the populations you serve. I'd be glad to. So Northwell Health is a very large health system. We're the largest private employer in the state of New York. Uh, we're located in Long Island and the New York City area. Uh, we do have affiliates in, in the surrounding states. We're employing now, I think the latest number I heard was close to 76,000 uh, people that are uh, working every day in the health system and, and trying to take care of the communities that we serve. Uh, we have now, I think, a total of 23 hospitals where I've heard recently exceeded 900 outpatient facilities in, in the region. Uh, we have a very, very strong uh, research program. It's called the Feinstein Institute. Or we have a, a very exciting uh, cancer institute that's doing some fantastic things. Uh, we have a strong medical school and a nursing school here on Long Island as well. That's amazing. Well, I know uh, all of your teams have been very busy, um, and as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, the healthcare industry, it saw increased adoption of data and analytics capabilities. So I would like to know, are you pleased with Northwell Health's progress to support data-driven decision-making? And, and I'd like to know what more you think could be done as well. Well, certainly, you know, and the short answer is yes, I'm very pleased with what's happening. Um, I, I think probably it's a common experience for most healthcare providers over the last 18 months or so. Uh, the adoption for you know, data and analytics has accelerated tremendously. Um, there were just right here in the, in the New York area, of course, early on, we were the hardest hit. We had the, the highest number of uh, COVID cases that, of any health system in the country. Um, so we were having to learn and adjust on the fly. Um, back in the early days, of course, there was not even a diagnostic code to, to flag this thing. So it was really based on symptomology that we could actually capture. Um, we did a, a tremendous amount of, of lifting early on to make sure that we had the ability to keep an index of what we thought were COVID cases so that we could support the needs of our emergency command centers and, and to coordinate activity for research and other things. I think that's one of the things that I'm probably the most proud of is that the, the research division uh, really partnered with us early on, understanding that it was going to be really, really essential to get early information out as soon as possible um, to, to our constituents across the country and make sure that we're, we're contributing to things and, that are important for public health conversations and really um, essentially just helping to be educating the, the entire community around what is this thing? What are the risks? How do you take care of yourself? How do you protect your families, um, your, your colleagues, et cetera? Um, I think the other probably big surprise for some, I, I think, was that we could do a lot more than we thought. And 
a lot of it came from some adjustments we just made because we, uh, there was necessity, I, I think is the best way to put it, where I would have to potentially go through a process to obtain certain types of data for things that were um, being worked on from a high-level initiative perspective. That Those types of conversations could go on for a bit of time until folks could be comfortable with the concept and, and the rationale, what's, what is it that we're really trying to do, is it, and is it a valid use of the data? Um, we were on calls literally into well into the night uh, during the, the, the throes of the, the surge here in New York, and when necessary, executives were popping on and off of these uh, video calls to authorize data to be moved. And we were doing it in real time, which is unprecedented, I think, for us anyway. And maybe some others are, have been accustomed to that speed, but it was definitely new for us. Um, but it was very exciting because it did allow us to get a, a really important information and insight out to the, the, those that were you know, taking care of the, the patients in the field. Our command center operations had unbelievable access to information that was helping them to understand where we needed to do some load balancing. We were helping to plan the location and movement of PPE, um, vents, and all of those types of things. Uh, I think we're, we were definitely uniquely prepared to be able to help the, the governor's office in coordinating activities even across the state um, as, as we were trying to figure out even collectively, how do we load balance across other health systems? How do we share PPE and vent supplies, things like that, to ensure that everyone has what they need when, when the needs were arising? Well, you know, like you mentioned, efficiency during a time like this, it's so important. So why did you choose to partner with Health Catalyst? It's a, it's a bit of a long story, um, but I, I'll, I'll tell you, I had worked with Health Catalyst previously when I was working in Boston. Uh, the Mass General Brigham Health System, and had some very good experience there. And I think probably the most important things were partnering with people who came from a healthcare perspective and were designing technologies and workflows to support healthcare, uh, which is very, very different. Um, some of the more traditional vendors in the data and analytics space are, are trying to adapt to different industries. And that's probably one of the, the major success factors is that we're not having to teach the, the Health Catalyst team anything about healthcare. We help them to understand some of the nuance in our company, but they understand healthcare because they've lived in it and they've designed their solution specifically to support it. Um, I think then the other probably major factor for us was the, the cultural fit. Um, they're really all about taking care of people and reducing waste, improving outcomes. Um, that's really what a health system is all about, is caring for the communities. And there's you know countless examples of what they've done over the years um, to help the different communities where their customers live. And I can speak firsthand that I heard from, from Dan Barton uh, directly on a couple of different occasions during the pandemic, and all of his team expressed a willingness to help in any way they could possibly help us, and were willing to get creative and and do things that were even <laughs> uncharacteristic of, of this type of a partnership, meaning that they were gonna get in the sandbox with us and try to figure this thing out. Um, that's the kind of partnership that, it, that it's, it's felt like and it's continued. And um, even from the early days that I knew them in my prior role, that was something that I saw that, that was really clear from the, from the top down and my interactions on a day-to-day -day basis with, with the team it's it's very reflective of the culture that's been established at Health Catalyst. Gosh, those are the best kinds of partnerships when you're you're on the same page. And I, I love that Northwell and Health Catalyst are really um, have that common goal of helping people and kind of keeping that the main focus. 
So I would love to know too, you know, how does your partnership with Health Catalyst help you take advantage of some unrealized opportunities? Do you have any specific examples you can share? I think there's some some interesting ones. So my challenge for the last six years has been to try to find ways to bring in uh, various data sources more quickly and at a lower cost. Um, as we've grown by acquisition over the number of years, there's there's still a lot of different platforms that we've got data sitting in that have yet to be in, to be brought into the environment to to be included for enterprise analytic purposes. Um, so. Because I've done, I think, previously when I was started here, we were we were in the middle of an implementation of one particular platform. Uh, over probably almost two full years, we managed to get two of our our EMRs into the platform, and they, they were enterprise EMRs, so it was a you know, very large data set. There was a lot of learning there in terms of being able to process and move um, billions of rows of data or, or updates to the data on a daily basis. Um, then we migrated to another platform with the intent of being able to accelerate some of this work. And about 18 months into it, we were unfortunately in a conversation and found out that the tech stack that we were sitting on was going to be sunset. <laughs> so that forced us to have to reevaluate it. But we learned a ton in the meantime, and which, of course, the multiple implementations of the same types of things that you learn and you improve, hopefully you're more efficient about it. Uh, and I, I think that we were, but in the last uh, probably, I guess it's approaching 18 months, not only did we bring in those two data sources into our environment, we brought in our claims data set that was in our in different data warehouse structure, and we brought in the three remaining um, inpatient hospitals that we have. They're all on three different platforms. And that's all been done in the same time that it would have taken us to do only two of those sources when we started. And we're now lighting up additional data sources and multiple projects that are going to be starting after the first of the year. And we're, we're going to be getting a ton of, of potential impact um, from being able to get these data sets all into the same place. There's regulatory requirements that are coming at us that we would have had to struggle for uh, that we're now going to be working with a partner who's not only ingested these specific data sources, but they have t tools that are designed specifically for the workflows that we now have to adapt to. Um, I think that that scenario exists in multiple areas where there's there's capabilities there in the, the, the Health Catalyst data operating system that can address them. So from my standpoint, it's really good if our starting point is not zero, it's like 70 plus percent. Okay, so Chris, before we wrap up, is there anything else in regards to you know rapid response to emerging threats that you'd like to touch on? Certainly, I, I think one of the things that I think was a really important factor, success factor for us was that we have continued to really reevaluate everything that we do based on coming out of crisis situations. Hurricane Sandy, when it hit a number of years ago, was a, was a, a really good um, learning opportunity. And there's a, a number of different things that were done for emergency preparedness and a lot of tabletop exercises that just became part of the activities of the health system on an ongoing basis. And uh, one of the scenarios our leadership team prepared for even you know, immediately following Sandy was pandemic preparedness. Obviously, there's a precedent you know in history with smallpox, um, and you know, there, there's an anticipation always that those those things are going to be a, a, an area of concern. So as we've you know come through the pandemic, while we're still not out of the, the woods yet, I would say, 
Um, there's been a, an ongoing examination of everything that we do. Um, the, there's a ton of change and transformation that's been going on in terms of how we're organized, certain functions that are, are becoming more front and center. Uh, we now have a, a, a whole function called integrated operations that didn't exist um, prior to the pandemic um, that became really a, a need for a, a, a very high level team of folks to focus on the patient movement throughout the whole facility to help with load balancing, to make sure that we have consistent and uh, in, in improving workflows to, to take care of our patient population. I think the other uh, really interesting learnings were in the space of you know, biosurveillance and we're, we're gonna continue to focus on finding the right indicators to help us to, to predict where patients are gonna need our support and, where, and the community needs, needs some additional help. The, the other areas really with, with regard to those indicators that we were looking at is our ambulatory operations and urgent care center visits. Those tend to be um, predictors of upticks in, in uh, potential admissions when you're dealing with something that's a respiratory and airborne disease like this was. Uh, emergency rooms tend to be the second stop um, or, or it's a last minute thing, but when people are starting to get a little concerned, they'll go to an urgent care center. Uh, a lot of the other things that we learned were relative to other uh, indicators that tended to be actually at least as accurate and sometimes more accurate, like browser search activities, uh, things of that nature. But I think going forward, we're going to continue to have to get comfortable uh, looking at some other types of data that aren't necessarily generated by us in the healthcare sector, but are very valuable and will give us indicators that there's certain th activities going on in the community that we need to be paying attention to. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode of Owning the Future of Healthcare, a Health Catalyst podcast. I want to thank you, Christopher J. Hutchins, Vice President and Chief Data and Analytics Officer at Northwell Health System, for joining me today. If people want to know more about Northwell Health System, where should they go? They can find us at northwellhealth.edu. Perfect. Thank you again for a great chat today. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to this episode of Owning the Future of Healthcare. For more episodes of the podcast, to stay up to date with future episodes, make sure you subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. We'll be back with another episode soon. But until then, I have been your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thank you so much for joining us.